Hello, Lady Gang. Guess what? March is Women's History Month. That's right. Right now, you can join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during the month of March. That's right. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. This is awesome, folks. If you have a lady in your life of any age, you want them to have all the opportunities for success and happiness, right? Be the change you want to see in the world. Plus, you can shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Again, that's Macy's.com slash purpose and happy Women's History Month. You go, girl. This episode of Lady Gang is brought to you by European Wax Center. Break away from the winter blues and experience a new state of smooth at European Wax Center. Make a reservation today. Your first wax is free. Well, what is this? Welcome to the Lady Gang. That's amazing. Say that again. The Lady Gang. Things are about to change around here. Each week, we catch up with Hollywood's hottest girl posse, Kelty Knight, Becca Tobin, and Jack Vanek. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Lady Gang. I am Becca Tobin here with Jack Vanek and Kelty Knight. <gasps> I am excited for this episode. Oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. And before you guys listen, it's going to be fun no matter what. But if you want to get even more deeply involved into this episode, um, I want you to go over to thedesignofyou.com. Our guest today is Leah McLeod, and she does these incredible charts where you need to know your birthday, the city that you're born in, and your time of birth. And it's more than just a birth chart if you've done that before, but it's similar personality meets birth, whatever. But if you want to go over there to know what she's talking about, even more so personalized for you, head on over, or it's just gonna be a good listen anyway. So and it's, um, it, it also takes like literally two seconds to yeah, like put in just like a little, it's not like you have to do a whole Enneagram test. It takes right. like 30 seconds maybe. So yep, maybe even less. Good point, Jack, but yes. don't do it while you're driving. If you're driving, pull over or <laughs> pull be at over. a light and the yep. design of you.com. You can still get a ticket for texting and driving at a light, by the way. <laughs> mm. Well, I'm more about safety. I don't give a shit if you get a ticket. Okay. <laughs> that is and true. then you, you basically go and you fit, it's, get your chart on there and that's how yeah. you plug it in. Um, all right. On that note, it's time for... Good week. Yes, it is. Bad week. Oh, no. Guys, <laughs> I don't know if this is even a good week, but it is for me. Okay. 2023. It's the year of big pharma for me. Okay. (laughs) Let me explain something. I've spent whatever this like wellness bullshit, you know, trend we're living in. Granted, I buy into it. I do all the things. It's, there's nothing wrong with it, but I have been doing this thing where for the past decade, I've been like, you know what? I'm not going to take the drugs for this thing. I am going to, I'm going to heal myself from the inside out. Yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Great. That might work for you. But when it doesn't work for you and you've tried everything and you've spent a ton of money and you get frustrated and your quality of life is, is suffering because you're covered in psoriasis. (laughs) Guess what? It's time for big pharma. (laughs) <laughs> so I have done, there have been three things in my life that I've been resisting so much. You know, last year, the year before I leaned into an antidepressant. Great. I had a lot of anxiety. I'm no longer on it, but it really did the job for that, like really acute period of anxiety that I was living in. Yeah. So that was a success story with big pharma, me and my yes. antidepressant. Okay. Congrats. Thank you. I didn't need to suffer anymore. Number two, my next dabble into it was my skin. There was something going on with my skin hormonally where every single day I was concealing a mother effing pimple. And I just got to the point where I was like, what can I do? I'm sick of the oil cleanses and the things and the things and the blah, 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 blah. I went to my dermatologist who's brilliant, wonderful fairy. And she said to me, spironolactone, it is a fucking amazing miracle pill. You know, basically the only downside is if you get pregnant on it, it is bad news. So definitely do not oh, take really? this pregnant. Oh yeah. Um, 
so you know it's like Accutane they make you yeah, go on yeah, birth yeah. control whatever but I was just so sick of seeing these influencers being like here's how you get glowing skin you know what happened after I took the goddamn spironolactone I look beautiful <laughs> I haven't concealed a fucking pimple in weeks maybe months okay you do have to have a specific type of of acne for this but if you have a good dermatologist, just consider, and I'm not pushing drugs. The third thing, psoriasis. I have had this since I was 18 in years old. It has plagued my life, plagued my skin. There are days I can't wear certain shirts, pants, even show my face in public. Okay. I am so mad at myself that I resisted for so long. Same angel dermatologist was like, guess what? They make something for this. And I was like, you know what? Sign me the up and you know what happened taking ginkgo biloba yeah and i'm like but what about rosemary oils and castor blah blah blahs and whatever you know what happened guys i am clear as day i don't have a speck of psoriasis on my body anywhere anything any whatever and i 2023 is a it's for big pharma I, mean, I love this for you and welcome to the club. I had some acne for like two months and it was like Accutane. I've been on Prozac for 10 <laughs> you, years. No, no, no. You didn't have acne. You literally had like one pimple on your face. And you're like, Every you know what month, I'm going to do? I got Suffer. one insanely huge and I was on TV and it was like a rat, like a big welt. No. And I just said this to a girlfriend of mine. You don't have to suffer. It's like when women go into birth babies and I know this is going to be like a whole thing, but like if you don't want... To, to do suffer. a natural birth, get the drugs. There's oh no trophy on the other side of your life. When Mm-mm. you get to the pearly ha- gates of heaven or wherever you think you're going, Becca, no one's going to be like, I'm so <laughs> glad that you did a 30-step skincare system and talked nicely to your skin to get rid of your acne. No, you don't deserve an itchy elbow. Get that psoriasis drug. Take Thank it. You. I'm Thank happy you. for you. I mean, oh yeah. Listen, big pharma is super up and yeah, it's just sure. it's just exploiting pretty much everything in this Listen, world this but- obviously has an undertone of like this is so fucked up yeah <laughs> i hope you guys are reading no. that from me yes but yeah i'll give the little caveat but you know what there's a reason why they're so rich and rules <laughs> no well the reason why they're that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> but like pharmaceutical drugs are pretty awesome you know yeah. awesome yeah it's great and you know will, what? You have enough going on in your life. I don't need you to going, be going through life with zits and itchy thighs thanks. and back. No. I mean, there were this summer, I was on this thing where I was like, only topicals, only topicals, like only blah, blah, blah. And it was like, okay, well, guess what that meant? It meant that like for five days leading up to a point in time where I had to show my skin, I had to like lather topicals all over my skin. And it's like, there's just... I sh- you should be it's just like the commercials it's like those people who strip off their clothes and jump into a pool you don't you shouldn't have to think about five days ahead of time sometimes you want to get in a f-ing pool and you didn't know you wanted to get in the pool before that very second so i'm ready to strip off big deal but i'm telling you like i can't believe i know this is like taking over the whole episode but this <laughs> is a, something that it's almost a 20-year thing Struggle. for me you just had to struggle. lean in. You had to accept the bet, the easiest route forward. And I'm and, glad that you did. <laughs> and do you know who I blame for this? Who? Instagram. I'm oh. sick and tired. I felt too the guilty. Wellness girlies. The wellness girlies. It's your, all your fault. It's partly California's fault because California, everywhere you turn, you bump into an air one and there's a psoriasis and supplement. But no. anyways, it's no fault but my own. I shouldn't have been so stubborn. Go big pharma. <laughs> What's your bad week? <laughs> uh, oh, my bad week is that we can't do our walk tail, you guys. Why? Legal to walk with an open can. And yeah, the only place we could do it is New Orleans. Vegas. Oh. <laughs> Vegas. Oh, yeah. Can you walk outside with Vegas, in Vegas? With yeah, I think they container? have like an open container. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. if any of our Lady Grand girls know of any cool places that aren't oversaturated where there's happens to be open container, non-open <laughs> container. So I'm sad about that because I was diving uh, into it. It was on my list. I bet <laughs> we can figure something out. Like, I don't know how. I Hopefully it's not just on like the Vegas Strip. But if you go out a little bit, 
I don't want to go. I don't want to ask the lady gang to go to the suburbs of Las Vegas <laughs> for our walk tail. We're going to meet in Henderson. <laughs> we can go to Ryan Ross's uh, old There's house. There's nothing there. It just doesn't seem like it's like a hot spot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're correct. In Absolutely New Orleans, correct. it's like not really fun because you're just climbing over like beads yeah. and. Yeah. Ah, oh, there's gotta not, be. It's not beads year round, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay, okay, well, who's next? Jack? Big Pharma. No, you know about- we need like a huge private property. Like if somebody oh. owns like a huge plot of land that yes. we can make ourselves a little trail on, then we can do it. Great idea. So if anybody, yeah, Anchorage. <laughs> Acreage. We need acreage. Oh, I need like an acreage, acreage, please. Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll make mine short and sweet since Becca's big farm. Sorry. Ad it needed, went really it long. needed so much. It needed so much time. We really I, needed this for you. We're invested. 2023, I'm invested. I, in listen, I agree. My pharmaceutical drugs literally kept me alive when I was in Breckenridge. So Great. I totally get it. Okay. So my good week is I think like one of the last episodes of the year, maybe we were going through our year and whatever. And we started talking about Hamilton and like my Hamilton obsession that I had that I think was actually in 2020. (laughs) I started listening to Hamilton again. I cried. I cried during one of the songs that I was just so touched and I just like, it makes me feel so much emotion and I just, I loved it just as much. What song is it? Um, it's, uh, the one from Aaron Burr sings it. Uh, (laughs) it's when he, you're like, this is unreal. Just wait, let me find it. Didn't that come out in 2012? (laughs) Well, I didn't see it until 2021. (laughs) Oh my God. I love you, Jack. It's called, wait, (laughs) it's like one of the best songs I've ever heard. Wait for it. Mm -hmm. So if anybody is a Hamilton, whatever. Oh, it's called Wait For It? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like one of the best songs I've ever heard. I cry, I cry every (laughs) time I listen to it. It's actually like, I don't know if what the trigger in it is for me because i'm like not really emotionally connected to the play at all but this is it- <laughs> proof that lynn manuel deserved all the riches and accolades and whatever mm-hmm. because if jack vanek emo kid you know whatever on broadway to wait for it that's yeah. a tony award right there congrats <sighs> it's so good um on the other end uh you know taylor swift's album came out whenever december or november or something mm-hmm. like that and there is an episode that i admitted that i was like maybe into it so- maybe into it like maybe i was a swifty and i really loved that what was, what was the, her most famous song that everybody's obsessed with anti-hero. anti-hero a hero i'm on the other side again <laughs> i can't even listen to it i'm like so over it like any times it, it comes on a mix i'm I like no it. i overdid it I, did I, didn't, it. I listened to it for two weeks straight and now i'm like Ugh. i don't even think i overdid it like i kind of listened to it like the normal amount and then i was just like I, it does nothing for me so i became like one tenth of a swifty for like for three TikTok. days remember it was for tiktok for tiktok and then uh once the uh you know have you been posting on tiktok by the way yeah and i'm shadow banned still that's why okay, you haven't seen it no 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 i don't go on tiktok that often it's just that i feel like you used to share your tiktoks to instagram so then i could see them and i wouldn't uh, have to go so then i was like oh maybe she's off the tiktok train no mm-hmm. just struggling over there like everybody okay. else okay kelty well, um, maybe it's time to hang it up okay <laughs> Good week. I want to tell you something. And this is when we went on tour, this company called Honeypot. Mm. This is not an ad, but it's an ad. This a company called Honeypot came on tour with us and they gave away their products at every tour stop. And I fell in love with a couple of their products. And Same. one of them that I got sent to me, I don't think they were giving this particular one away, is like a UTI prevention pill. Okay. Do you know mm. about this? I'm not kidding you. I thought I was getting one and I took this for two days and it, but wait, this goes against big pharma, but <laughs> no, it actually did work. Let me get it from the bathroom. Cause I want to read the title. No, this is while she's getting it from the bathroom, you know, caveat. Sometimes I don't want to go on an antibiotic. If it, if it keeps us from going on an antibiotic, I am antibiotics. Down. I am not, I, right. I gave me a fungal rash for like five months. Okay. Right. This so we called, don't like that offshoot of big pharma. We like to but do sometimes like you this. do need an antibiotic, yeah, but not true. to prevent a UTI. It's honey pot, <laughs> urinary tract support, vaginal health supplement daily. Vaginal. 
vaginal <laughs> vaginal. I don't know what the f- is. Okay, so you guys know that I barely have sex, and then when I go on vacation, I f- like a bunny. Okay, and so Chris and I went to Tahiti, and I was like, I came with everything. I did come with my big pharma in case something happened. I came yeah. with my cranberry pills. I came with all my stuff. I had massive amounts of sex, and what I did is I actually doubled it. I took two of these every day. I have no idea if you're supposed to do that. How many are you supposed to take? It doesn't matter. I took two of these honeypot urinary UTI support pills every day. This is the first vacation. I have ever gone on with Chris Knight where I didn't come away with a UTI. And let me tell you, it is so much funner to be in your bikini, having a sexy vacation when you're not having to pee every two seconds. Ugh. And then eventually you get a UTI and then it turns into a yeast infection. Like, thank God for you, honeypot. Thank you for sponsoring the tour. But like, I'm a lifer and you should take one of these every day if you're a UTI girl. End of story. Do you think that? Do you think that you get UTIs because you don't have sex enough that every time you have sex, yeah. your body like doesn't recognize My body's like, age? what is this dick in you? <laughs> it's like yeah. having sex with a new partner. Every yeah, time. exactly. For sure. Um, okay. I, my bad week is that as you guys know, we did a gift guide this year. And one of the things on the gift guide was like this leather harness, like leather daddy harness. From that you? I, do you remember? I I put it yes. on like the couples, like to get it to spice up with your oh, husband. Oh, and when I went yeah. on vacation, everyone was texting me and they're like, oh my God, did you bring the nipple tassels? Did you bring the nipple tassels? I didn't. I brought the leather daddy harness. Mom, if you're f-ing listening to this, turn it off. I told you <laughs> to turn this off. Um. Anyway, I gave it to Chris as a Christmas gift on Christmas Mm-mm. Eve. It didn't slap. I don't think he was into it. What oh, was like, his reaction? He was like, oh, he was confused. And I made a mistake. I should have walked out in it because I think that would have been yeah. the look. Wait, but exactly. What was the leather? What was it exactly it was like again? A choker of leather choker. And then it has a big like clip on it. And then the like guy? a piece of leather that goes down between your um, belt, like tits and belly button. And then a belt <laughs> that goes behind tits. you. And on the belt, tits, on the belt is two leather handcuffs. And you, the handcuff, you connect the handcuff. Uh, it's like a restraint kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And like, he's kind of into restraining me sometimes in different ways. So oh. anyway, I really thought it would be a hit. I think I made a mistake. I should have just had him go and then come and maybe like on the bed in it. But instead of gave it to him and we had to put it together and then he had to put me <laughs> in it. And I think he was just like not into it. And it was also like day five of the thing so like we'd had so much sex with each other like yeah yeah i know you like can we go to dinner i want to eat a bread roll but like anyway so if you got that because i recommended it i'm so sorry and let me know if it worked for you no you just put it together alone i mean by yourself and get it on your body it's not an ikea dresser you don't need your partner to do this i can like I can just imagine how much it kills the mood when you're like both frustrated, not <laughs> figuring, can't figure out how to put it together. And it like the, maybe the little boner that he had in the middle or the beginning was just like completely gone. Yeah. I'll tell you that would give Zach the limpest penis ever is trying to put something together with me. It's- and then I had like crazy sunburn, like, half uh, of, like you know, like, you know, like when you, when you put your sunscreen on and it's like 50, but then you like accidentally didn't get right here. So it's like a red patch. I was like, I'm not right naked right now. Anyway. Okay. We have to get to human design. When we come back, human design. Do you ever feel tightness in your tummy sitting in rush hour traffic or get sick to your stomach before a big presentation? I know I used to. That's because your gut, not your brain, is responsible for your stress response. So to manage stress and feel calm and in control, you have to give your gut what it needs to thrive. Personally, we trust Just Thrive Probiotic because it's recommended by some of the biggest names in the health industry, and that includes us at The Lady Gang. It is a game changer for dealing with the most common digestive issues like bloat, constipation, gas, and more and it supports energy, improves sleep, and promotes clear skin. And for next-level stress management, we pair the probiotic with Just Thrive's breakthrough new formula, Just Calm. Its proprietary ingredients have been clinically proven to do the almost unimaginable. Quickly promote a healthy response to everyday stress, encourage a steady, serene, and balanced mood, drive mental clarity, focus, and alertness, and even support great energy and get better sleep. We love them. This is the one-two punch you need. And right now, you can save 20% off this dynamic duo bundle of Just Thrive Probiotic and Just Calm when you go to justthrivehealth.com. Use code LADYGANG at checkout. While you're there, be sure to check out all of their other research-based gut and immune health products. There's even a probiotic for your fur baby, all with bottom-of-the-bottle guarantee. Make this the year you take control of your health with Just Thrive. 
30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. If you're among them, know you're not alone and that there is a solution you can trust to deliver results. Nutrafol. You want to talk about results? In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. They've got unique formulas to support women through all stages, including postpartum and menopause. They're all physician formulated using natural drug-free medical grade ingredients and it's effective dosages so you can get the most reliable results. They are the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. They attack it from the root cause of why your hair starts to thin. That's stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism through whole body health. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com. Enter promo code LGPOD to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is the best offer anywhere. It's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A. AFOL.com promo code LGPOD. Now, you know, I can't keep a secret or a deal to myself, which is why I'm telling you the best place to find spring savings. Ross. Yes, the Ross. They have the looks you'll love this spring for less. Ross has the best finds and the latest brands at 20 to 60% off what you pay at department stores. So trust me, you don't want to miss out on these deals on your favorite tops. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. And don't forget the sandals. You know, Ross has those on the low. Deals on handbags. Yep. Hold my purse. Get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. And let's not forget about the guys. There are plenty of great deals on men's shirts and more. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself because you deserve to look like a million bucks without spending it. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Now back to the Lady Gang. All right, we are back. Today is a very exciting day. We've been actually trying to get our guest in for a couple months, and I was like, this is perfect for January. Her name is Leah McLeod, and she is a healer in every way. If you go to her website, it's like, here's all the ways that I get in touch with myself, from yoga to Enneagram to all these things. But she has this thing, this website called The Design of You, and she talks about this thing called human design. And to be honest, we have no idea what human design is. We put in our star signs and our birth dates and where we were born. And she sent us these charts and it's something I've never seen before. So we're going to talk through it today. And then you guys can go on her site, the design of and get your own human design chart. And Leah's going to help us figure out what this means, how it can help us figure out our lives and what is our design. So please welcome to the podcast, Leah McLeod. Thank you so much for that introduction. (laughs) Hey, so Leah, what the hell is a human design? Yes. Okay. So that's the the buzzword of the year. I feel like, well, I guess into the new year, but so human design is this sort of like new modality, um, relatively new. It was discovered in 1987, but it is sort of like the Enneagram and astrology had a baby, but it's very much um, its own sort of system. And it's based on the time that you're born. So everyone sort of has this unique blueprint, which is called your human design chart. And so within your human design chart, you can see different pieces and parts of how people make decisions, where their intuition is and um, what their strengths are, their weaknesses and all sorts of things. So Human design is a self-awareness system formally. Um, it's something that helps us get closer to ourselves. And what I do is I read people's human design charts. <laughs> how did you get cool. into this? Like your story of like how you you were a business lady making six figures and you're like, I gotta get out, and now this is my passion. Yeah. So it's always a really fun time explaining this story because I feel like I lived two worlds for a while. So previously I worked for a fortune 500 company in tech. Um, and I was working with like a development team and just sort of had a very corporate kind of career laid out for me. And it was great. I actually really enjoyed it. And, but part of me, like my personal life, I've always been very spiritual and into sort of that thing. And I was it really into all the different personality tests and had always seen kind of all the different healers out there. So like, you know, the Oracle readers, the mediums, the psychics, like I love that sort of stuff. And 
as I was kind of, you know, in my journey, I was actually listening to a podcast and someone was on a podcast talking about human design. And I thought, oh my gosh, what's this, you know, test that I haven't taken. And so I think I was driving and I I think I was actually on my way to work and I pulled over, I looked at my human design chart. And at the time there was not a lot of information out there about human design. It was very kind of this like just weird system that there really wasn't content out there. And I thought, okay, this is, you know, this doesn't really make any sense. So whatever, kind of put that away. And then I think about a year or two later, I had reheard human design and I always kind of joke that human design finds people. (laughs) So maybe that's what it's done for all of you here. And so when it refound me, I was like, oh my gosh, this is fascinating. And there was a lot more content that kind of existed at that time, a little bit, I should say. And I just sort of fell in love and I started digging into it and learning everything I could about the system. And it just sort of became this, you know, party trick with my girlfriends. We They'd come over for wine and, you know, we would talk about human design and I'd go through their chart and it just became this fun thing. But then it slowly evolved into me taking a training and then buying all the books and then taking another training and then kind of becoming sort of an expert in human design and, you know, one reading to the next, then it was like, okay, I think I need to quit my corporate job and kind of pursue this thing. So that's exactly what I've done. So crazy. So cool. I love, before we get into the human design, I love, um, like there was these buzzwords on your site and it was like awareness, alignment, integration. And then this whole thing about like making decisions, because I think that's something that's so hard for us. And you were like making decisions with your gut versus your mind. And like, Mm -hmm. we are always torn between, I really think my gut is telling me to do this, but like my brain is like, this is the decision you got to make. So discuss gut versus mind decision-making and how the human design chart helps you with that. Yeah. So actually everyone has a unique intuition. So some people it is in their gut and some people it's not for me, particularly I do have a gut intuition. And so how this sort of works is based on the time that you're born in your human design chart, everyone has something called an authority and authority is it's called authority because it's kind of like the thing that has the power. So like a lot of times we think of authority figures as like, you know, your boss, your teacher, your principal, or, you know, parents. And so Our authority is like, there's something inside of us that has the power. And this is the thing that has sort of like the governing over all of our decisions. And so some people make decisions by kind of giving them some times and feeling through their emotion. And some people it's in their gut. And then some people it's very instinctual. And then other people, it's like, actually, if they're, if they have the heart or their will is in something and then others, it's, you know, they have to um, kind of make decisions through being a sounding board with others. And then some people, their intuition comes through in like environments or, kind of looking at the moon cycles. So there are kind of different intuitions versus, um, or I guess I should say there are different intuitions within people's chart. And depending on your chart, it could be unique to you. And one of the number one things that I like to say is that, you know, no one has mind intuition. So no one is actually meant to make decisions from our mind. Our minds are kind of these things that we should witness. And we should make decisions more so using our body and like this intuitive nature. And I'm sure all of you guys can think of examples where in your life, where you did something and you were like, it didn't make any sense. There was no logic around this. I just, I just did it because it felt right. And then it led to like this great thing. That's sort of like what we're trying to get back to when we, when we work with human design. This is rad. Okay. So let's get to our (laughs) charts. Cause I think walking through the chart is going to be really interesting. So let's start with energy type. Becca, what are you? generator. I'm also a generator. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a projector. Yeah. Which is so interesting. Like I I'm, when I saw this, I thought this dynamic was really powerful. So I mean, the number one question that I'd like to say, well, I'll get into like what the energy type is, but Jack, like, do you feel like, do you feel like you're different from Becca and, and, uh, Kelty a lot? Oh Yeah. Yeah. I, there are, I think a lot of it is like professionally, but like, I definitely mm-hmm. feel like the odd one out just when it comes to like how we got here, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, so when we look at energy type, energy type is kind of this like encompassing piece of all of the different things within your chart, but it's generally like how your energy functions and there's five different types. And so generators are the most common type. And I'm also a generator myself. Generators are called generators because if you think of like when the power goes out, you, you plug in a generator, right? It's like the thing that gives you power. So Mm -hmm. Becca and Kelty, they have this like built in 
um, motor, like this built-in battery or generator system. Mm. And uh, I do too. And so it's kind of like this energy reserve. So you have this like fuel to work and this fuel to go. And, you know, oftentimes they hear like generators are the nine to fivers, which I don't really love, obviously, given my story, but um, it's sort of like you guys are the builders and you have this like energy to do and go. And you're extremely magnetic when you do things that you love. Whereas like Jack, she is going to be more of a, um, she's going to have less energy. She's going to be more of like a natural leader and a guide and a seer and someone who really absorbs the energy. And, you know, Jack, you may have like a very, like, um, very unique perspective about things. Like you're the person that like, you know, versus like Becca and Kelty are probably going to have a lot of energy to go after things. And, you know, they'll come up with a lot of ideas and you're the person that's like taking like a different approach and kind of coming in and being like, well, have we looked at it this way? So the different energy types, just to kind of give an insight into all of them. So generators are that most common type. And then the next one's called a manifesting generator, which is also very common. Generators and manifesting generators make up about like uh, 70% of the population. Kelsey, are you really uh, sad you're not a manifesting no generator? I'm not a manifesting <laughs> generator. I love to manifest, but that's okay. It's okay. Well, I'll be a generator. No, I get it. What are the other types? Well, so let me tell you, first of all, that's a myth. So everyone can manifest. <laughs> so just because one's called a manifesting generator, and there's actually a type called a manifester, but all of us can sort of manifest. It's just like the way that their energy operates. So manifesting generators are they are people who they have like the energy kind of like the generator, but then they've got this manifester piece and manifestors on their own are people who kind of trailblaze through life and get to where they want to go really quickly. And they get these like creative bursts and impulses to kind of go after things. And, you know, then the, the manifesting generator also has that generator motor. So they kind of get those ideas and then they have this like energy to sustain. And then of course the projector and then, you know, the manifester, as I just mentioned, and then the final type is called a reflector, which is about 1% of the population. And they're the very rare, um, unique kind of like, um, open receptive, very like moon cosmo driven humans. Oh, the lady who gives me colonics is definitely that. (laughs) I was just going to say people I don't want to be in business with. (laughs) Okay. Leah, the next one on our list is strategy. How you bring in aligned opportunities. What did you get, Jack? I got wait for recognition or an invitation. What'd you get, Mm -hmm. Becca? Uh, Responding. Oh my God. Are we the same person? I also got responding. (laughs) So your strategy is actually based on the time or sorry, it's based on your energy type. So if you have the same energy type, you'll have the same strategy and you'll have the same signature theme and not self theme. And so with strategy, strategy is basically like how to strategically use your energy as a generator, manifesting generator, projector, manifester, or reflector to bring yourself the most aligned opportunities. And so strategy is kind of like every single day, like when you go out into the world, you can, you know, strategically do something to set yourself up for the right decision. So, you know, for generators, instead of like chasing after life, they're really meant to just kind of respond to what's showing up. And I think that that's like a really big sort of like woe moment for generators to hear because they're constantly like pushing and forcing and trying to get somewhere. And it's kind of a reminder that you don't really Kelty. This is the, is really fitting. This is the difference between why I'm so chill and Kelty's not because this is, I am aligned with what I'm supposed to be doing. You are responding to the things that come your way. Yes. Kelty is trying too hard. She's trying to too hard to be this manifester. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. This is really interesting. And what's Jack's? Mine was, uh, wait for recognition or an invitation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's with you being a projector. So projectors, like I kind of mentioned you having this, like being the seer, being a natural guide, you have this aura about you that like kind of penetrates awareness and it can kind of project onto other people because it can just see things very clearly. And what's really great is that, um, your strategy is about waiting for invitations and recognition because it sets yourself up for success. And what I mean by this is like, instead of the same thing, instead of like forcing or pushing or chasing after things, it's really important that people recognize you for how brilliant you are and really see you. And they kind of invite that in because when you're not invited in, it's sort of like, um, it feels like this projection where people are like, you know, I don't know what she's saying, or it feels like it's kind of like abrasive a little bit. Yeah. And so it's really important that someone like recognizes you and it's sort of like an energetic invitation. So a lot of times people get tripped up on like, I'm supposed to wait for invitations. I'm supposed to wait for someone to like invite me to do everything in life. And not necessarily like you can, you know, have an idea and, and, you know, follow your idea, but it's like, 
in, when it comes to working with others, you want to make sure that people are really inviting you in and people really see you and um, are recognizing you for who you are, because then you're not meeting that like resistance a lot, which will lead to bitterness for you. Right. Ooh. You feel that, Jack? Yeah. No, I totally do. With I us. feel. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I mean, it kind of is true with us sometimes. Like I, I always, I mean, with like validation too, it's like, if I'm putting an idea out there, it's like, I need the validation that it's good to keep like going forward with it. So I definitely feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like, I think Becca and I are used to ne- no one ever saying anything nice about us. So we can just like keep going. You know what I mean? Jack's more like, what are you sensitive? Th- she's more sensitive in that way. Mm. And like, also the like the waiting like jack will like hide in a corner and then she'll like come out with like this brilliant new color palette for the brand and it's like you were like i didn't know what you were doing and then she's like here's the book cover you know what i mean like and then it's she like hides and then brings out like a brilliance yeah so interesting okay um authority how you how to follow your unique intuition is this again a matchy with like depending on you for a generator or not so kind of and kind of not. So each type has, it can have like multiple authorities or well, each person has one authority, but it could be like different, like one or two, depending on each type. Okay. And so for Kelty, you are a gut feelings, your gut feelings. And so is, oh, and then, um, Becca, you are the emotional authority. So if you're a generator, you can be either emotional or, um, gut okay. authority. And so what this, what means- do those mean? Yeah. So if you have gut authority, that is simply like the gut intuition. So you're really someone who's meant to feel your gut in the moment. So when decisions come to you, it's like you get this gut inner knowing and you um, can kind of like know right away. And what a gut intuition feels like, if something's like a yes for you, it feels really expansive and exciting. And you may feel like really light. You may hear yourself literally say like, yes, or, oh my gosh, yeah, that's so exciting. When you have a gut intuition that's telling you no, it may feel very like constrictive and restrictive and feel like, you know, I don't, I don't know if this is the right thing. You might hear yourself say like, I don't know, kind of, or maybe, or kind of hesitate a little bit. Those are usually indications of something that's no, and you'll know right in the moment. Hmm. For someone who has emotional authority, emotional authority is about feeling your emotions. So, you know, Becca, you are someone who rides this emotional wave and you're very emotionally deep. And so you will at all times kind of be on this wave. And sometimes it's at a high and sometimes it's at a low and you never want to make a decision when you're kind of at either of those peaks. You really want to kind of wait for that wave to crash. So what I mean by this is like, you know, you're someone who, if you're having like the best day ever and everything's really great and someone comes to you with a decision or there's something that shows up for you to respond to, you don't want to say yes if you're at like a high <laughs> and you don't want to say, you know, no, if you're at a high either, or if you're at a low, like maybe you're having the worst day ever and everything sucks and you're like, no to everything. You know, you may regret kind of the decision that you make in either of those higher lows. And so yours is kind of about waiting for clarity, waiting mm-hmm. for that wave to crash and saying like, do I feel clear? Do I feel transparent for you making decisions? It's not going to be in the moment. It's going to be kind of through time. So sleeping on things is really helpful for you. And, you know, giving yourself kind of the space to, to feel into things. It's very healthy for you to tell people like, let me just feel into this. Let me just give it a moment. Let me just like walk away for a second. I have to feel, and that can take like a, like five minutes or it could take, you know, several days, just depending on how big the decision is for you. I feel like then- you're so good at that, Becca, feeling it out. Well, yeah. And like giving yourself pause to like, wait until you are not giving like an emotional response. I thank you for saying that because I was hearing that being like, oh my God, have I done these things like 8 million times? Like just yesterday, (laughs) just yesterday, I was like emotional and pissed off because somebody really like did something that was felt like a betrayal. And I was like, well, this, even if it's the right thing, you have shown me who you are. And like, I will cut off my nose in spite of my face type of thing. Mm. And so that's good to know. But yes, I've been told this a million times that I actually, and, and I, I definitely thrive when I'm given the time. It's just creating boundaries with people to be like, you're not going to get an immediate answer. Leave me the f- alone. That's the yeah, hardest yeah. part about it. Yeah. Yeah. It really Absolutely. is. And I'm, I don't know how it is in like your personal life and, and motherhood and stuff, but with lady gang, like we, we have to make decisions like really quickly, you know, it's like a brand or what we're doing or whatever. And so we don't always have that time. And I can definitely see like, that's when Becca's like her most uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, and you'll find that when we're rushed into decisions, I will have hate the decision. I will hate the decision after I've had time to think about it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, you know, definitely like it can be really hard when you have a decision that you have to make in the moment. If you can spread it out in any way, that's really great. If you can, you know, trust your, you know, um, your teammates, I guess, <laughs> yeah. um, to, to kind of make decisions really quickly and, and kind of trust where they're going. That can also be helpful. But if you're the primary decision maker, it can be challenging because you definitely want to give yourself some time to feel into it and just feel that clarity. And sometimes you may have clarity, like right away, you may have an inner knowing and you're really meant to love your decisions over time versus in the moment. So just as best as you can to like give yourself the space. Like I said, either, either if it's like walking away or maybe even going to like journal now time isn't meant to get in your head. It's just meant to like, how do I feel? Like, do I feel clear? Is it speaking to me in a clear way? Is it still a yes? Or is it still a no? That sort of thing. Um, but definitely could be a challenge when you have to make a decision kind of in that moment. Um, and so Jack, yours is all about instincts. Yours is also very much in the moment, but instead of it being like a gut where it's like this, yes, or this, no, it's almost like survival based. And it's very like inexplainable, um, in terms of when something is a yes or a no, or when something is like telling you to do like act or go, you get these instincts and these urges that are like, you know, do this. And it's almost like an epiphany or even a whisper. And it kind of just nudges you. And it's not like, you don't know when it's coming. You don't know how to set yourself up for it. It just happens and you just know, and you have to act. And you know, the number one thing for you is that you have to act in the moment because it will leave just as quickly as it came to you. And if you don't act, that's when you'll start to fall into that bitterness a little bit, Mm. which is kind of the next thing I want to speak about. So in human design, we all have something that tells us like if we're in alignment or if we're out of alignment and it's called our signature and not self themes. So when Becca and Kelty are in alignment, they'll feel satisfaction. And when they're out of alignment, they'll feel frustrated. And Jack, you're going to feel, you're going to feel, um, success when you're in alignment and you're going to feel bitterness when you're out of alignment. And so those are kind of these key points that you can notice in your life where it's like, am I really satisfied? Do I feel successful? Am I frustrated or am I feeling bitter? And that's sort of that indication like that shows um, for Jack, like if you're not waiting for invitations or recognition and you're kind of just like going after things and you're going to start meeting that resistance, you're going to start feeling bitter. If you're not, you know, listening to your instincts in that quick moment or acting on them, you're going to feel bitter. You know, Kelty and Becca, if you guys are not responding to life and forcing things and pushing things, you're going to feel very frustrated and and sort of stuck. And if you're, um, you know, if you are in alignment, you're going to feel very satisfied. Mm. And Jack's going to feel very successful. And that's when you're making decisions using that strategy and authority. So interesting. Do you feel that Jack, like does bitterness resonate with you? Um, a little bit. Like I, I don't feel like I'm a naturally bitter person. I can think of sometimes that that might happen. Um, but maybe it's, I'm kind of like a mild person, so I don't like it for the most part. So maybe just like, like tinges of like that bitterness when things are not, when I'm not aligned with everything, but yeah, but I got to be on the lookout, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're feeling really successful, it might just be a sign that you're in alignment, right? And bitterness is just an invitation to go back to that. It's an invitation to say, okay, like, where am I, you know, not being recognized? Where, what relationships do I have where I feel like I'm not being invited in and maybe I'm like hoping that something happens or, you know, where am I spending time like hoping that I'm being seen rather than just mastering my craft and, and doing the things that I'm really good at and knowing and trusting that invitations and the right people and things are going to fall into alignment. Bitterness is sort of just like a, it's a feeling when you're, when you don't feel seen. Yeah, no, I totally get that. That I feel you get Jack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. All right. When we come back more with Leah McLeod and the human design. Right about now, you're probably ready to find something, anything to beat those winter blues. I have a solution, a wax from the experts at European Wax Center. They are keeping you silky smooth all season long with 15 minute appointments. Yeah, that's right. 15 minutes. I am in and I am out. I won't mess around with anyone else because we are busy ladies. And another reason I won't ever go anywhere else, exclusive comfort wax. That's right. Violet Comfort Wax, formulated with skin-smoothing ingredients that provide you with your best smooth. They also have an array of post-wax products. You're going to beat the winter blues. It's going to be smoother than ever before. The best part, you want to try it? The first wax, it's on us. 
get your first wax free. It is so easy, so efficient. You can book online, takes no time at all. And like I said, 15 minute appointments and a comfort wax. What are you waiting for? Let's beat those winter blues and be silky smooth with the European Wax Center. This episode of Lady Gang is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Most of you listening right now are probably multitasking, just like me. While you're listening to Lady Gang, you're probably driving, cleaning, exercising, grocery shopping, painting your nails, whatever. But if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's also something you can do right now. Getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy and it could save you money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $700 on average and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner, and more. So just like your favorite favorite podcast, Lady Gang. Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year, so you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com and join the over 29 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $698 by new customers surveyed who save with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. You're listening to The Lady Gang. Um, Okay, so there's something on this thing I'm going to skip down to digestion, how you best digest food and information. What? (laughs) I'm very constipated, so let me know what Uh, this is all about. Yeah. Well, there's so many layers to it. And, you know, the number one thing that's important is sort of that strategy and authority piece. And then we get into like all these different parts. Like there's actually personality types within here and um, where we can see when you're kind of conditioned by the world around you and then where you are very consistent and what gifts you have. And so kind of like the deepest layer to get to would be this digestion piece. And it's very like, everyone really wants to know about it because it's, you know, a hot topic right now, gut health, digestion, and all of that. And digestion really speaks to how we can digest food and, and information. And so everyone has like a a kind of an environment or a specific type of food that they're supposed to eat. Um, and it's kind of different per person. So some people it's more affected by the environment. Some people it's more affected by the type of food. And so for you, Kelty, yours is what we call cold thirst. It just means that you have a very hot system and that you do really well consuming like colder foods. So like in liquids specifically would be really good for you as well. So, you know, if you're having a water, maybe ice cube in it. If you are having something that's really warm, I would maybe like allow it to get to more room temperature before consuming. Um, you may also be really into kind of like ice creams or like, you know, colder vegetables mm. or fruits like Klondike bars. <laughs> <laughs> It's so interesting. I mean, that's natural who I am. Yes. Because Becca was like, Kelty, sometimes you should eat hot food. Like I really only eat cold food. It's crazy. No way. I love that. That's so interesting because that is, it really is. Yeah. Wow. I don't need a warm. I mean, I did have a nice warm crab cake yesterday, but okay. (laughs) And then what about um, information, like digesting information? How does that work? Like cold thirst? So that one. So kind of when we look at digestion, it's formally called determination and it actually just sort of nourishes that strategy and authority process. So like strategy and authority helps us get in tune with our um, intuition and how we make decisions. And then this is sort of something that sort of nourishes that on like a cellular level. So it like kind of helps your body also just like feel better. And um, so eating the cold foods will kind of help with that and help with you get into a place of like you know, digesting better and making decisions that feel good in your body. But then there's also the strongest sense piece, which is actually kind of right below this. And it's sort of like your super sense in a way and yours is touch. So like feeling things, um, can actually be really good for you too. like touching your, your foods or like if you're shopping, like feeling things. So when you digest information, it may be around like touch. Um, so you may do really well, like, um, yeah, like feeling if you're shopping, feeling like the clothes that you're about to buy or like touching the surface or, you know, feeling the couch that you're about to sit on, like touch is really kind of important for you. It's so interesting because I am like, I read that highly sensitive person book and I was like, I'm such a highly sensitive person, but like the way clothing feels on my body and like an airplane seat and like even the bag that I'm bag, even the bag that I'm holding is like, (laughs) if the leather is too hard, it like really upsets my vibe. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) I don't like a crunchy leather. Okay. Um, what does Jack have? 
So Jack, you are high sound. So instead of like, you know, we talked about cold foods or liquids, yours is actually about like the noise in in the environment. So yours is going to be like when you're in an environment and there's a lot of sound around you, you actually digest really well. So turning on Uh, music when you eat, having a TV on. Being um, on a rooftop. (laughs) She literally eats out more than anyone I've met. No, no, no. This this actually makes sense because I am my most productive when I'm at like a cafe or like a restaurant and I have people around me talking and the, the hustle and bustle going around. Like I cannot work in silence at home. Like I need to be amongst things. So that like totally makes sense. Yeah, that's exactly what I would tell you is like to like go out in public, go to a cafe, go where there's a lot of like busyness and a lots of lots of sounds. Yes. If you could like, you know, put your headphones in and listen to music, I think that's going to be really great. For you, like you do really well like sort of with taste. That's your kind of how you take in information. It could be really mm-hmm. healthy for you to say things like I don't know. I just have like a a sour taste about this, or I don't know. I just like, don't feel like this is, this doesn't taste right. Like you have this like kind of taste about you and you know, something about you too is like for when it comes to food, it might actually be helpful for you to take a small bite before you actually consume something fully. Cause you kind of like to taste things beforehand. So taste and like high sound environments are going to be how you digest food and information. Oh, that's so interesting and spot on. What's Mm -hmm. Becca's? It says alternating appetite. So what this means is that when you digest food, it's about sort of alternating between the different things on your plate. So it may feel really good for you to eat different sort of things based on like, okay, so if we think of when you go to like a buffet and you kind of have all of these things on your plate, it can feel really good for you to eat certain things at a, in a specific kind of um way. So you might want to eat like, you know, a little bit of like the potatoes and then you go have your protein and then you have like a little bit of your vegetable and you kind of just like alternate between the foods to like chewing something, then going to the next thing. So some people, they have to eat like, you know, one thing all at once. They might have to have like the whole carb and then they have to eat the whole protein and then have to eat the the next thing and kind of go and like until their whole plate's empty. Yours is like a little bit of a bite here chew that, then a little bit of of a bite over here. Pure and simple ingredients are really important for you too. Um, Having like very simple, like, you know, so not a lot of ingredients, not a lot of like seasonings. It might feel really good for you just to have like, you know, plain rice and a plain vegetable versus like having, you know, this whole thing with a mush of different ingredients, just more purity is is really important for someone like you as well. That makes sense because on tour, I ate um, at this one restaurant. (laughs) in LA and it's like 85 ingredients and I almost died on stage. So (laughs) (laughs) the gut doesn't like it. (laughs) The gut does not like that. So I would, and really human design, I should have said this in the beginning. It's really this experiment. It's not really meant to be this like belief system or this really hard and fast rule book of what you should do. It's more so like play with this. That's what I kind of encourage people like, you know, experiment with this, give yourself like a few days, like, let me just try this out or maybe a couple weeks and see how that changes in your body and makes you feel different and how decisions and things start to kind of like unfold in a more seamless way. Human design is meant to bring less resistance into your life and put you in a more of a flow state. And so these are just ways that can help you flow. And Becca, you know, the other thing too, is like when it comes to your strongest sense, feeling is another thing for you. Like you are someone who has these like strong feelings that you can't even explain. And so you mentioned your emotions, which is, you know, one piece of how you make decisions, but then you also just have these feelings where it's like, I don't know why I just feel like this isn't good or this doesn't feel okay. And you have to like, it's very healthy for you to say things around like, I don't, I have to feel into this. I just, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I just have a feeling and you may not have any explanation. It's just how you feel. And it may feel really good for you to like muse out with like music and like kind of just feel through kind of that wave of emotions. Um, is also really healthy for you. Cool. So okay. Last well, one. I'm not a data girl, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> data girl. Um, okay. The last thing we have was like motivation and environment. Um, mm-hmm. So listen, I had desire as my motivation and environment is shores. Mm-hmm. So motivation is sort of a deeper layer, which just speaks to like how your mind is motivated. And it's 
something to be witnessed. It's actually like such a deep, it's the deepest layer you can kind of go within your human design. And it's actually something that feels very unfamiliar to people unless they've been experimenting with sort of the digestion and the environment first. So environments is very similar to, to notes, sorry, <laughs> you're good. Take all the notes. Um, I'm actually going to send you guys some guidebooks too, which if anyone's listening, I put cool. together these like 100 page plus guidebooks for people. So I put one together for each of you guys and it'll kind of give you all of the explanations of everything. But so environment speaks to what environments you thrive in. And so for Becca, hers is valleys and valleys are places where you make connections, where you like run into people and feels really good to kind of feel like you're in the know of everything. So you know, this can look like living in like a city. If it's not a city, like maybe a neighborhood somewhere where it's like, you can run into your neighbors, run into people that, you know, it feels really accessible to go to the store. Like you feel very close to what's happening. Mm -hmm. Living in the middle of nowhere would not feel good for someone who is Valley's environment. They have to kind of feel like they're in touch with what's happening in the world. Got it. I'm very concerned about mine because it says caves and it feels very unlike me. (laughs) (laughs) So caves is more, and I will say all the environments are very symbolic to things versus like, you know, go live in a cave or go live in a valley sort of thing. (laughs) So a cave is a place where you have control over the environment where it's like comfortable and you are the Jack. Yep. never mind. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, you're the person that wants to control the lighting, control the sound, wants to feel comfortable. You may like to drive places because you want to leave when you want to leave. Like you don't want to have to like wait for someone. You don't want to feel stuck somewhere. You may like, like to have people over at your home versus going somewhere else. (laughs) So it's kind of like having this control and this comfort over your environment. Okay. That definitely makes sense. I'm on board again. Yeah. (laughs) Shores. And then shores is about being in places where it's like a melting pot of different things coming together. But not only that, it's also being on the edge of a place. So like you may notice that when you like go out to eat at a restaurant, you'd like to be kind of on the edge of what's happening. You may also like where you live, you might like to be in like the corner, like the edge of the place. Like you kind of want to be on the outskirts. Um, And then also this melting pot too. So when we think of a shore, we think of like the sand, the wind, the water, the sunshine, there's sort of all of this like stuff happening. So being in places that are like melting pots can feel really good too. So like, you know, cities where there's different people and there's kind of different cultures coming together, that sort of thing, but also being on the edge too. I live on the edge of a hill. Um, and I do love that. Like I love being in Toronto or New York or whatever, when like you can get any kind of food you want, there's any kind of person like, and I grew up in a, in a small town that was like very homogenized and I never felt good. I never felt good. Like I left home at 18. Cause I was like, I need to be in the middle of more human design, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So motivation lastly, just sort of speaks to, like I said, how your mind is motivated. So desire is about like, you know, you may notice that you're really like into things that you desire and that you want and you crave in life that might be very healthy for you to like think about those things. Now you're not meant to make decisions from your mind though. It's meant to be witnessed. So it's kind of like witnessing that desire that shows up and um, that can just be something that is kind of motivating you and you'll sort of see your mind move to that place. And like I said, it's just more so meant to be observed rather than that being a way to make decisions. Um, for, you know, with Jack, hers is going to be about need, which, which is like, things that I need. So versus desire, it's more like, I need this. I need to do this thing. So you may notice your mind kind of fall into that place. And then finally, Becca, yours is fear and fear is like survival based. And it's about like, I have like, I feel like I need the, or like not need, but more. So this is going to make me survive. And this is like, if I don't do this, I might not get to this place. Do we have shelter? Do we have, you know, all the resources? Do we have all the things? So it's kind of where your mind can go a lot. So it's just meant to be witnessed. That part can feel very unfamiliar without kind of accessing all the other layers first, but that's sort of how that operates. Well, mine was dead on. <laughs> <laughs> My human design was pretty freaking on. Yeah, dead I know. Accurate. That's crazy, dude. Um, I really can't wait to get more into this because I'm very into the Enneagram. So this is like mm-hmm. now is like I, an Enneagram on crack. And I also <laughs> feel like I, this is so off topic, but mm-hmm. I'm going to have a weekend away. Like we're going skiing with three couples next weekend and everybody's like really into Enneagram, like astrology, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, can I order these books for everybody 
like to take as like the gift oh, for the cute. hostess? Yeah, absolutely. So you do need their birth information, which can be the hard part. Yeah. But you can buy a gift card and I'll reach out to them and get their information. If you have it, go ahead and just purchase one right away. Okay. But yeah, the guidebooks are great. Um, cool. A lot of people love them for, you know, birthdays or for Christmas. It was like the gift of the year, right? It's sort of like this guidebook that says like, this is how you operate and this is how you make decisions. And, you know, especially when it gets into like the gifts and the the different strengths that people have, people are like mind blown by, you know, the accuracy of the different things. So it's really cool. If you are interested in digging more into human design, please visit Leah's website, thedesignofyou.com. Leah McLeod, you are incredible. Uh, Where can people find you on Instagram? I'm just at the design of you. Perfect. At the design of you on Instagram. I saw your stuff. It's really fantastic. And um, I love this. You have to come back. We'll get more into it when we get our guidebook. So I'm sure we'll have follow-up questions. Thank you for being on the Lady Gang. Yeah, and thank you so much. We'll see, see you next you Tuesday. Tuesday. Thanks for listening. The Lady Gang is produced by Alex Ingber, Steve Delameter, and Jared Monaco. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. And if you love it, share it with your friends on social media. Like, oh my God, I just listened to Lady Gang. This episode's so great. Swipe up to listen. And if you really want to, which we know you do, please follow us on social. At Kelty, at Becca, at Jack Vanek, and at The Lady Gang. Sign up for our newsletter at theladygang.com and join our secret Facebook group. It's super fun. See you next Tuesday.